This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome my friend, Chris Morphew. Chris is an author, teacher, and school chaplain living in Sydney, Australia. He's written over 20 novels for children and youth, including his six book young adult series, The Phoenix Files. This is a great series. I know it's written for kids, but I loved it. He's also written some amazing and amazingly helpful books for teens and tweens in the Big Question series from The Good Book Company. These are excellent. I think of Chris as sort of the Tim Keller for teens. But perhaps unlike Tim Keller, Chris also enjoys Mario Kart, obscure board games, and superhero movies. But who knows? Maybe Tim Keller enjoys those as well. So I bet he loves that stuff, <laughs> So, Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, champ. I am thrilled to have you here. I've been looking forward to this. So let's just dive in. What verses do you have today? Okay, so today we've got uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So what led you to choose these verses for today? How has the Lord used these verses in your life? When I was a child, I I say when I was a child, it is still a temptation to this day. But when, particularly when I was younger, my go-to strategy for life was to worry about it. If there was something to worry about, I would worry about it. And if there wasn't, I'd come up with a way to worry about it anyway. <laughs> and so my uh, younger sister, was blessed with the capacity to just go with the flow. And she would always say to me, Chris, just don't worry about it. Your mm. Worrying doesn't achieve anything. So you might as well just stop doing it. To which I would respond, if you think I am doing this because it's fun, you do not understand my situation. <laughs> I, I couldn't just like take the worry out. I needed something else to fill that vacuum. And when I came across these verses um, and I, I'm thinking it was my parents who first introduced them to me, the realization that actually the solution wasn't just stop worrying. It was to hand those worries over to a gracious and loving God and to, and to do that by, by praying. That made all the difference because all of a sudden I had something else to do instead. Hmm. I didn't just need to, by sheer force of will, stop doing the unhelpful thing. I had this really helpful thing that I could do instead, which was surrendering my situation over to the one who is in control and who works out everything according to his purposes. So you work at a school and you talk yep. to students. And so let's say someone comes to your office and they're struggling with anxiety and you, you open up to Philippians chapter four and you're talking them through these verses. What might that conversation sound like? So I'm thinking in terms of what steps do I take? What does it look like in real time? I mean, the first thing that I would say to any child that I'm talking to is I get that. <laughs> I, mm. I can relate because that is definitely my default setting as well. Yeah. But I think the amount of things that we can control, and this is, I think, especially true when you're a child, but for anyone, child or adult, the amount of things that we actually have any control over 
is so small compared to the amount of things that are just completely outside of our control. And, mm. and what worry I think really is, is trying to, it's the gap between what we want to be able to control and what we actually can. Mm. And so for a child and, you know, I, at the moment, as we record this, Sydney is in lockdown, we're learning online. And so there are a lot of kids that are anxious about what's going to happen moving forward with, COVID? When are we going back to school? There are all of these unanswerable questions. And as long as we're just grasping for answers to those unanswerable questions, it is going to stress us out because a lot of the time those answers are just wait and see. But if instead we can turn to God and we can give thanks for his love and care and provision, and if we can come to him and talk to him about the things that we're concerned about, that doesn't magically pull us out of our situation, but it reminds us that there is someone who is in control, that it is okay that you are not in control. It is okay that you don't have all the answers because the one who does has better answers than you could ever come up with on your own anyway, that he loves you to the stars and that as long as you keep hanging on to him, you're going to be absolutely fine, not because your situation is always fine, but because God promises to work all things together for good for those who love him and because the future that is not in your hands, is in safe hands. And the more you remind yourself of that, the more peace and joy you'll find even in the situation that's currently stressing you out. That's really wise advice. So if we're going to talk about what God is like from this passage, the rock underneath our feet here, Mm. you mentioned a few things in passing there, but let's just focus in more specifically. What do these verses teach us about what our God is like? Well, I think first of all, and I think this is the thing that I found most encouraging as a child when I came across these verses was God actually cares. Hmm. God cares so much that, first of all, we don't need to be anxious about anything, but he's not just taking care of us from a distance. He wants us to present our request to him. He wants us to come to him with the things that we're worried about. You know, scripture says elsewhere that we can cast all our anxieties on him because he cares for us. And so that realization for me was so key that God is a God who is near, a God who, despite being the big, strong God of the whole universe, actually cares what we have to say. And that idea of petitioning God to me says that actually our prayers make a difference. We're not just kind of, you know, bouncing them off the ceiling, that God wants to hear from us and that that prayer moves God to act. And so it is, in one hand, I want to hold that, I can relax about outcomes because God has better plans than I do anyway, and he will bring them to fulfillment. And on the other hand, I want to say it's not just words. Like we are actually having a conversation with God Hmm. that he listens to and that he cares about and that he, if he wills it, can act on in surprising and incredible ways. That's so good. So Chris, in a minute, we're going to pray. But before we go there, could you just talk to us from your heart about here's a person, they're struggling with anxiety. What do they need to take with them into the day-to-day from these verses? Um, okay, so the first thing you need to know is just how deeply you are loved. You are not part of a universe that is cold and uncaring. You are the fearfully and wonderfully made creation of a God who loves you and who has come to earth in Jesus to die for you and to break down every barrier that could possibly separate you from God. And in Christ, you are 
loved and and promised an eternity that is beyond your imagining. And so in the context of all of that, you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be anxious about anything. And when you're tempted to worry and when you're tempted to, to doubt the love and goodness of God, turn that around into prayer. Come to your Father who loves you. Come to the God who has promised to be with you and to go before you in all things and remind yourself that he is good. Remind yourself that he is in control. Remind yourself that you don't have to know what tomorrow holds because he does and he has got everything in hand and let that knowledge fill you with the peace that passes all understanding. Well, Chris, you mentioned going to prayer, so let's do that now. Would you close our time in prayer? And would you remember specifically someone who might be listening today mm-hmm. and struggling with anxiety? For sure. Our loving God, thank you that even though you hold the entire cosmos in the palm of your hand, you still care what your children have to say. And I thank you that you give us something better to do than just be anxious and just to worry about tomorrow, but that we can bring every situation to you in prayer and know that you love us and know that you are with us. And so for anyone listening today who is feeling anxiety, who is feeling like a little boat in a big storm, I pray that you would fill them with that peace that passes all understanding, that you would remind them that you are near to them, that even though the road ahead may be a rough one, that you have everything it takes to bring them through it. And I pray that as they turn their anxiety into prayer, as they replace their anxiety with prayer, that you would bring them that inconceivable peace that comes from knowing that you are God, that you are good, and you have all things under control. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.